0: This is an IELTS Energy podcast, episode 1,147. Don't write what you hear.
1: don't let spelling mistakes hurt your vocabulary score. Today we share some commonly misspelled words to watch out for and tips that will help you avoid these mistakes on test day.
0: Hi, Aubrey. I'm so happy to be back on IELTS Energy Podcast. Um we're we're only doing two episodes a week now, and so I kinda miss
1: you. I know, I don't get to see you as often. It should be, <laughs> you know, three, four times a week minimum.
0: <laughs> well, guys, actually. <laughs> That was a little bit of a white lie because I'm kind of seeing Aubrey more now. We are doing some amazing YouTube stuff, guys. Um, Check out IELTS Energy TV on YouTube and make sure to hit subscribe uh, because we are publishing a special uh, sample answer video Video series over there right now with advice for your scores, model band nine speaking answers, and it's all amazing. So definitely, it's a YouTube
1: sensation, you guys. (laughs) If you check out those videos, you're gonna see one time where I thought Jessica was gonna call us a YouTube sensation and I got really excited and then she just said YouTube series. (laughs)
0: It's bold. Let's change it to sensation. We are sensational. So we are, we therefore are also sensations. Okay, guys. So today, um, we are not talking about speaking here on the podcast. We are talking about writing and some unique spelling
1: errors we've seen and some common spelling errors we've seen, right? Yes, exactly. Often when we are correcting essays, providing feedback on essays, of course, we see quite a few spelling errors, but some of them specifically, we can see that someone is spelling something phonetically. They're spelling it the way it sounded, which is unfortunately in English, not always correct.
0: English spelling is the worst. Um, There, Of course, there are a lot of spelling rules, right? But then there are a million exceptions to every single spelling rule. Um, But the best way, before we get into these mistakes that you might also be making, guys, I want to just tell you immediately that the best way to improve your spelling is just by reading a lot of English.
1: Yes, exactly. I was a champion speller as a kid. I won several spelling bees and that's exactly why I was reading all the time. I was a total bookworm. And so I had a better vocabulary and was able to spell better than most of my peers just because I was reading so much.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um I am not naturally a good speller and the only way that I have improved is by reading. Like I know, you know, some <laughs> Some subjects just comes easy to people, but I was always like wondering, okay, is it I, is it E, is it E, is it I? And the Mm. only way that I improved over my, you know, school years was just exactly that, just reading as much as possible. And I still read all the time. Um, Okay, so let's talk about some uh, spelling mistakes we've noticed recently. And guys, I hope you write these down and you write down the corrections that we tell you because you might be making these same mistakes in your essays.
1: Yes, definitely. So the first one was a very good essay about whether online retail would replace brick and mortar shops. And there was this great high-level sentence. But the student said, face-to-face shops will cease to exist. But unfortunately, when they wrote cease, they spelled it like C's, S-E-I-Z-E. And they're typing this essay and autocorrect wouldn't even catch that for them, which still so wouldn't is help you on test day, but because it's a real word. <laughs> so they didn't even notice. This does sound a little different when you're pronouncing it cease and seize. you hear the z so it's not so much of a spelling phonetically what they heard but just sort of having heard this word knowing it means stop and then spelling the other words you've heard which is a verb that means to take or capture
0: yeah so um the one that they use right like Aubrey said, it's a verb. It's usually to take something, to grab something. Um S E I Z E. But what the person wanted today was wanted to say was cease to exist, which was also a verb and it cease means stop doing something, right? C E A S E. So completely different words, but similar in how we say them. And if you are <clears throat> like reading out loud in your head, Right. Like while you're reading, you're saying the words out loud in your head. Um, Maybe you aren't sure how some of these words are said and you confuse them. Right. Um, So besides just reading a lot, I think it's also great to remember, you can still watch stuff with subtitles like closed captioning and subtitles, movies and TV shows, because then you're hearing the words and seeing how they're spelled. And so I think that is a great way to improve not just your listening, of course, but also your spelling.
1: Yes. You really need both, right? Because an error like this reading isn't going to help you know how to pronounce it. So when you have both, you're learning vocabulary from reading and you're also seeing how it's spelled when you watch closed captions for videos and TV shows, then you're engaging your brain in multiple ways and learning vocabulary holistically. So then you're not going to make these mistakes on test day.
0: Because this happens even to native speakers. Like, oh, yeah. I know what's happened to me so many times where there are words I've read a lot, like words I just see written and I've never heard anybody say them, but I always want to try using cool words, right? And then I'll say it out loud and, and the other person is like, that's not how you say that. It's like, I've never heard anybody say it. I've only read it.
1: Totally. Um, this happened to me recently where a friend oh. said hors d'oeuvres or something like that because they've only seen hors (laughs) d'oeuvres spelled out. And in French, it looks like hors d'oeuvres. They have no idea how it was pronounced. And then when I said, oh, that's hors d'oeuvres, they were shocked. They're like, that is not (laughs) how I would spell hors (laughs) d'oeuvres.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, English words that come from French just don't follow any rules. (laughs) Forget it. That's too hard. The silent T's and the silent S's and oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, It's so hard. Um, Okay. So what's another uh, mistake that you've seen in a recent essay,
1: Aubrey? Okay. So this is, there's a really high level phrase that we want you guys to be able to use, which is to a certain extent, which means, um, you know, it's hard to describe, right? It means just part of something right this happens to a certain extent meaning it doesn't happen all the time
0: right yeah exactly that it's um it's a phrase of frequency right um right. it's almost usually we mean like sometimes Right? Uh, It depends on context. Of course, the surrounding ideas and information will tell you more exactly to what extent or how often something happens. So, extent is like how often. And then, if we say to a certain extent, you're like sometimes.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Somewhat or sometimes. Somewhat. Yeah, totally.
0: So, what is the sentence that the student um, used this in? And what did they say instead of extent?
1: Yes. So the sentence was any restrictions on creativity will actually set the boundaries of imagination to a certain extend with a D. It diminishes innovation for social improvement. So you can see it's very close. It's just one letter off. But again, extend is a different word. That means to stretch or lengthen something, to increase something. So it has a totally different meaning and is going to affect your score
0: can see final D's and T's being very difficult for non-natives because pronunciation, the final T of a word, is almost never pronounced like a T sound. It's usually a D sound or a glottal stop, right? And so that final T is just kind of like up in the air for when you hear a word, you're like, is that a D? Is that a T? I don't know.
1: (laughs) Yes. So, and you can really um, see how this student, they heard this uh, this phrase to a certain extent, but probably didn't see it written and, and just assumed it was a D. And then if you yeah. go to include that in your essay, assuming the spelling, that's when you run into problems.
0: That is a beautiful sentence, actually. Um, So to summarize that one, guys, the phrase is to a certain extent, which means somewhat or sometimes, and it is with a T, -T E-X-T-E-N-T, guys, is the correct spelling. Um, So just to throw a few more recent spelling errors we've seen, and this is because, again, English is difficult, and our words come from so many other languages. That's why there are there's no like one set of rules because we follow French rules for these words and German rules for these words and silent G's and say the G and like what? So just a couple words we want you to write down, guys, because we have seen students spell this wrong. Judgment is the first word. So we saw a student just use a G, but that's not correct. It's J U D G. E-M-E-N-T. So that D is a very important letter there. Don't forget that, even though it's not exactly heard when we say it. Um, Also, comfortable. We don't say it how we spell it. It is spelled comfortable. So if you are are only hearing it, you might spell that wrong. You're going to miss that middle O. And then when we double up on consonants at the end of words, those are spelling rules you need to memorize, guys, because we do follow those, right? So specifically, for example, it has two L's at the end, not one. And it's easy to forget those doubled up
1: consonants. Yes. And that's an important one because it's such a good linking phrase, you know, specifically, technically, uh, technically, a lot of these words that can give you this high level fluency and coherence score, cohesion and coherence for speaking or for writing. You want to be able to spell (laughs) these right? I know, right? You know what I mean? For writing. (laughs) And if you end up spelling them incorrectly, then you're lowering both your cohesion-coherence score and your grammar score. So it's really vital that those linking phrases you spell correctly.
0: Well, spelling affects the vocabulary score, actually, not the grammar score. So that is something that I think might surprise students. Um, If you spell words wrong, it does decrease your vocabulary score, guys, like Directly. It's on this, it's on our scoring rubric, right? When we grade your essays. Um, but Aubrey's correct that it will affect your cohesion coherence score because you're getting those transition phrases wrong, right? So it can affect that, even though it's not technically supposed to, it's only supposed to count against you in vocab. But not all examiners will follow that rule. Um, okay, guys. So if you are wondering what you would get if you took IELTS right now, you can find out for free. Go to all slash my score. Take our free IELTS quiz, guys. Get your estimated band score and material learning resources we made for you. Okay? Yes. All right, awesome. Aubrey. Well, I'll see you it was next awesome time. talking to you today. Yeah, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.